Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways podcast, where we create winners every day. And now your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another edition of uh, the Winner's Ways podcast. And today, today is exciting because we have a guest with us today. We have uh, Tomi Ibirogba. Uh, she is the founder of uh, Career Couch. So, uh, I'm thrilled to have her. Uh, she has helped many people to secure uh, job opportunities, I think mostly in the UK. Or maybe okay. everywhere, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, most guests, you said mostly in the UK, but obviously, you can't hear me. Canada, US, Dubai, Nigeria. Okay, awesome. I know you guys would benefit a lot from listening to Tommy today, and that's why I'm thrilled to have her. So, hey, Tommy, uh, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you for bringing me on your platform. It means a lot to me. And yeah, just ready to get stuck into it, answer all your questions, and hopefully give some value. Okay, awesome. So, can you uh, please introduce yourself to my audience so that they can get to know you better? Of course. Um, of course, I'm Tommy. I have an undergraduate law degree and LLB from University of Southampton. And I did my master's at the London School of Economics. That's where I studied. HR and international employment relations. So that's really where my love for HR and recruitment, that's what started. I have, you know, I worked in Nigeria, here in the UK, mostly in HR. I chartered HR professional. I handled recruitment, performance management, you know, employee engagement, learning and development, the whole HR desk, basically. At a leading maritime company here in the UK, I cover Europe. Prior to that, I was at British Airways, the flag carrier of the UK, also in HR, and on the side, you know, outside my nine to five, I founded My Career Couch, as we mentioned. So, My Career Couch is just my platform. It's my platform for helping international students, black students, graduates, immigrants, professionals in the diaspora just launch and grow their careers in the UK and and abroad. You know, I mostly focus on the UK because that's where I am. But you know, as I mentioned, I've helped people even in Nigeria, my home country, I've helped people in Canada, the US, Dubai, and um, she spoke to someone in Iran the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it was Iran, but yeah, that was yeah. nice. Oh, that's, that's great. So, uh, I know you as uh, a HR uh, person, uh, you know all about recruitment, hiring, and of course, what you look for in a candidate to make them fit uh, for a job. But you know, I'm just wondering why are you passionate about helping people to secure job opportunities? Why is that your mission? Why is that so important to you? Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, it really comes from a place, personal place, right? So, as I said, I started my career in Lagos and then. I moved to the UK permanently in 2018, and at that time, I really struggled to break into the job market. So just by my education or my experience, I just couldn't catch a break. And looking back now, it was three things I would say. It was lack of confidence, lack of a solid network, because obviously you're away from your home country, 
and lack of a personal brand. And those three things are really, really key when you're trying to build a thriving career, right? So I'm just being the person I didn't have when I first moved here. So I decided that, you know, immigrants, international students, professionals abroad were honestly too qualified to go through all of these rejections. So I set up this as a safe space to share my experience and then teach people that really, you don't have to abandon your dreams and start over just because you're moving. You can actually pick up from exactly where you left off and, you know, grow exponentially because your experiences are valued, very valued. So you don't have to shrink or just keep dealing with the rejections on your own. So that's where it really started from. Okay, I think that uh, you talked about networking, you talk about branding, and yeah. those two are very, very important. You know, I went through your uh, website, uh, the Career Couch, and I saw that you help people, especially uh, maybe helping them with their uh, LinkedIn profile. Uh, so LinkedIn, you know, initially, <laughs> most of us, we are on all these social media, and I know uh, LinkedIn is specifically for career job uh, opportunities. So when it comes to LinkedIn, uh, are there some secrets that you want to <laughs> share with us as part how you know you can use LinkedIn to create your brand so that people will know that hey, this guy or this uh, lady, uh, she's a professional, this is what she has accomplished and uh, it would be great. I know recruiters, they do go on LinkedIn to look for candidates. Mm -hmm. How can you present yourself uh, to recruiters out there uh, so that you have uh, job opportunities? Of course. Um, I mean, the very first thing with LinkedIn is I'll tell people is to understand how it works, right? Understand why it's there. LinkedIn is not a job. I say this carefully, but it's not for jobs. So it's not just a job board. It has a powerful job board, right? But it's not just for that. You have the job boards like maybe Read or Indeed, where you just you go on there and apply. That's not what LinkedIn is for. And if you do that, you are limiting that very powerful platform to just one thing. And so you're, you know, you're not you're not playing the game well. So it's not just for job searching; it's for connecting. By connecting with like-minded professionals, connecting with hiring managers, you know, connecting with people beyond your circle of influence. So you're, it's not just for meeting up, you know, adding all your friends and keeping it like that. It's for, you know, it's for growing your circle beyond your inner circle. So honestly, meeting the world. And it's when you do that, it's when you start growing that network that you really, first of all, see how much opportunities out there and how much you are not tapping into that was my very first realization that look, this is not for when you need the job. You just jump on here and look for who's hiring and just keep sending up application after application after application. It doesn't work that way. So the very first thing is understand how it works, right? It's not for just job searching or for connecting with your friends or just, you know, sharing stuff about your company. It's for building one, as we said, a brand. It's for establishing yourself as I mean, you know, we hear about um, thought leaders so much. And some people say, well, I don't really want to be a thought leader in anything. But you can be a thought leader in something. And you are, everybody knows something more than the other person. You know, I could probably teach you a lot about HR or recruitment. You would teach me about what you do. And in that in that discussion, you are the thought leader. So it's not, it's, you don't have to be, you know, I guess people's number one person. I don't have time to start creating content and all this. You don't have to do 
so too much if you don't want to be if you look at my profile i'm not one of those you know doing most black or better work but you know as you said it's all building a brand growing your network sharing your authentic self at every stage of your career because when you get into the habit of doing this finding a job then becomes easier i just think about it in this way if we connect you know if i called you up today you've never met me before don't even know who i am i'm telling you that look i'm very good at what i do can you give me a job in your company your immediate reaction is not a yes. You don't know me. You've never seen me anywhere. You're taking my word for it. But if, you know, I'm, as I'm doing that, I'm coming on your podcast, I'm sharing my knowledge, you're leaving information, you know, exchanging value in that way. When I do need your help in my career, you're more likely, you know, I'm not saying you give me everything I need, but you're more likely to lend a helping hand. And that's the way it is with LinkedIn. And then when we think of the stats, right, that they call it LinkedIn is the professionals playground is the number one um, uh, professional networking site in the world. I think they said it's about 700 million profiles on there, you know, 20 million companies all around the world right. used by 90% of recruiters. You honestly can't find this anywhere. So when you realize that this is how it works, this is what I can do, then you start putting your best foot forward, starting with your, your LinkedIn um, picture, right? As we know, a picture is worth a thousand words. I, the very first thing when anyone contacts me and helping them, they I just have to ask, why is your picture like this? <laughs> like, you know, even if you don't know what to do, look, just look at, just look at what the general public is doing. And also, as a recruiter, as a hiring manager, that's how we think as, or, or think as well, right? It just kind of shows a very low level of self-awareness when you can see, right, that we're all being professional, we're all smiling, we're looking good, you know, just trying to put our best foot forward, but you just come in with a blurry picture, we can't see you, maybe you're hanging up. It just, I mean, it just isn't. There, there are places for that. I'm sure you have your Facebook, probably have your Instagram, your Twitter. Go and play there. But this is what this one is for. You either play the game or you just forget about it. Right? So your picture is one of the most important things because, as they say, a picture is worth a thousand words. The very next thing is your headline. And the, by default, your headline will probably. Um, set to your current your current job title yeah, yeah, and your yeah. current company. Yeah. I always tell people, do a lot more with that. Set up your LinkedIn for the career you want. Because you don't know this, but LinkedIn is... So rather than just a social media site, it's a search engine set up as a social media site. So when you think of Google, let's say we go on Google today, we want to buy a red hairbrush. You type in there, red hairbrush, what you see on the first page, you will probably buy one of those hairbrushes. That you're very unlikely to go to the 10th page of Google to find that red hairbrush. It's the same thing on LinkedIn. So when recruiters are searching, when hiring managers are searching, you want to be at the, you know, the, you want to be in the very first few pages. And the way to do that is to optimize your profile with keywords. Fill it in. You know, I work in HR, so if you look at my profile, you're seeing recruitment, you're seeing talent management, you're seeing employee engagement. Those are the words that my recruiters are searching for people in my field. So find out what those words are, put those kind of words in your headline. You know, in your about section, talk about yourself in the first person. I am, I do. So someone can read it and they feel immediately connected to you. Right, your skill section. I always tell people, don't overfill it with words like teamwork, motivated, passionate. Put the hard skills as well, because if someone is looking, sorry, I keep using HR because that's what I do. If anyone's looking for an HR business partner now, the top of their list is they're not searching for someone who's motivated. You know, motivated is good, but they're looking for, okay, can this person handle recruitment? Can they handle 
um, the HRIS SAP, Oracle, those kind of words. So do that research and fill your page with those kind of words so that when you're searched, right, you will come up and always set up your profile for the career you want and not necessarily the one you have. So say right now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a regional advisor. My goal is to get to global HR level, you know, business partner, global business partner level. So I'm, I'm dividing myself in, you know, in that career path. I'm putting those examples on my page. I'm not just going on and on about what I'm doing right now because, you know, though it's good, I'm trying to leverage what I have now to take me where I need to go. So it's just understanding that look, it's about putting your best foot forward because when you set it up, just like we're talking about, you know, Google and the red hair brush, it's not the best red hair brush that you see on that first page. It's the company that has optimized their, their website so much that they're appearing on the first page. I'm sure on the 40th page, there might be a better hair brush for who's going there, nobody. So it's the same way you want to set up your profile in the way you are, you know, giving them the skills they want, the words, the accomplishment, and just putting that effort into it. Most people will tell you, you know, when I try to coach people, they just can't be bothered. I always say it's one of those things you actually do once and you just update, just edit and update, right? Take the picture, put the picture there. You're not changing your picture every day you go out. Put, I, in my life, right, with how well I use it, I had only two pictures. And my second, the one I changed recently was just because you know, I got a photo shoot as part of a package or something. So, you know, I changed it, but it's probably going to be there for, you know, a long time. <laughs> I don't know how I'm not, I'm not going to go around taking photo shoots yeah. for LinkedIn, but yeah. just putting that effort into it. And very low effort huge rewards and connecting with profile. I mean, we're not in the same country right now, but like you're yeah. somewhere else where you connected with me. Right. This is an opportunity. Somebody could listen to this and be like, oh, I'd like to speak her. Another opportunity. Yeah. Right? I've been reached out to um, you know people from what, New Zealand, India, Dubai, all over the world just because I'm making that effort to appear, you know, as someone who's worth worth um associating with on my LinkedIn profile. So I feel like I've just said a, a lot, but you know I guess the key things you need to understand is one, understand how it works, right? It's not being limited to job searching, but it is more for connecting, building a brand, growing a professional network, and sharing your authentic self at every stage of your career. Okay, that's packed to me. And yeah. thank, thank, thank you very much. You know, that is deep. Uh, I'm sure people <laughs> will find this uh, very, very, very uh, beneficial. So we need to understand how LinkedIn works. Uh, it's for connection, connecting with like-minded people. And that's absolutely uh, true because I actually found you on LinkedIn. You know, you uh, yes, I know, let me reach out to her. So I found you on LinkedIn. Uh, it's a professional platform and people need to be professional needs. Uh, picture, that's very, very important. You need to be careful and mindful of the kind of picture you are posting. You need to be mindful of the information you are even putting on uh, LinkedIn because, again, it's a professional uh, platform. You talked about headline. And I like the way you said it. You, you should set up your headline uh, such that it will be useful to connect you to the career that you want. You talked about people need to, that people need to optimize their profile with the right keywords, that's important. 
and you also uh, spoke about the about section. So there's a lot of information that you shared, <laughs> and I I do like this. This is important, and uh, you know, you you shared your experience uh, when you moved to the UK in terms of uh, looking for jobs and uh, you know finding the right opportunity and. It's good that you are now stepping out and stepping up to help other people to, you know, so that they won't go through what you went through. And that's uh, really, really commendable. So thank you for that. I truly, truly appreciate everything that you've shared with us today. On your website, you talked about, you, you had uh, like a headline, your dream job is within reach. When you talk about dream jobs, uh, what what's a dream job to you? To me personally, well, I have I have what I'm trying to achieve, right? I have my goal. So first of all, my dream career is definitely HR, and I know that because I ha I have definitely tried other things, and I just always find myself back here. So I started with law, I've gone into education, mm -hmm. facility management. I think it was last year. I somehow woke up and decided I want to be a software developer. Tried that, I was learning to code. I could not, for lack of a better word, I could not hang. So, you know, I have come to realize that look, this is the career I want, right? And, you know, I guess some people always say a dream job doesn't exist. Nothing comes easy, but if you're spending so long at, we spend a long time at work, so make sure it's something you actually enjoy. So, my dream job is one, I enjoy it to a certain extent, and when it's not too stressful, you know. And then even when it's stressful, I just still see the reward. One, the second thing is my dream job is where I'm playing to my strengths, right? So as I give the example with coding, I could do it, you know, for, I was doing it, I was building, I built websites, you know, I have my portfolio there on GitHub, but when I really dig deeper, I wasn't playing to my strengths. I was, but I was tired, right? So it's leveraging the strengths I already have. Um, my dream job, I can see a clear career path. So every day I'm doing something, I can see, okay, this is where it's going, this is where I, this is what I can do next. I can see the trends. You know, people might tell you that, oh, HR is very, in a few years, it will be wiped out by technology. I don't think so. I've seen definitely where technology comes in, so I'm upskilling myself in those places. And, you know, most of all, a dream job for me is anything that helps with um, people management, people development. I obviously you can tell from my platform, from everything I do. I'm really a people, you know, I'm really, really a people person. So the, the, that, that's really it for me when I think of dream job. And then, you know, nobody should ever be present to have it all figured out. I mean, I can be saying this now. If you, maybe if you meet again in 10 years, I'll be maybe an astronaut. Well, <laughs> then, then my dream job evolved, right? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. just means that at that time, I'm still doing the same thing. I'm still playing to my friends. I'm still seeing the career path, you know, being very clear and all of that. So, yeah. You know, that, that's uh, great. Uh, just yesterday uh, in the evening, I was having a discussion with my daughter. Uh, she's turning 14 uh, in May. So she asked me, she, she, she knows that I'm passionate about career. And you know, I, I, I try to do my best to guide her. And like you said, I, I'm not gonna pressure her into doing anything. I'm an engineer. Initially, she said, oh, I'd like to be an engineer, just like my dad. I, okay, yeah, that's awesome. It worked for me. I enjoy what I'm doing. I'm playing to my strength, uh, just to buttress what you said. 
Then last, uh, yesterday evening, she was now asking me that, hey, dad, um, what, what would you say if I decide to, let's say, become a teacher? Because I, I told her and his and her siblings that, hey, career is something that, one, you must enjoy, and two, it must be able to at least take care of you and your family, oh, yes. you know? So I, I said those two things are very, very important. When I think about a question, it's about how do you balance passion with profit? We all know that A, we go out every morning to go make money so that we can take care of our family. But are there any thoughts that you have around balancing A, I need to make money versus A, I need to enjoy what I do? What are your thoughts? Um, I think these days we see the rise of something called a portfolio, a portfolio career. Mm-hmm. And I was reading about this recently, so that was funny enough, is where we can and absolutely should combine multiple streams of income, right? So creating a mix of jobs, you know, employment, a mix of maybe one part you are full time, you are you know, part time here, be full time there, freelancing here, consulting there. Um, you know, the portfolio career is on the rise and I would definitely encourage everyone to look into it and find out how it works for them. So right now, I'll definitely say I'm leaving out a bit of my portfolio career because full-time, I'm an HR advisor, you know, regional HR advisor doing all of this. You know, outside that, I am freelancing in my career car. So I, just like the daughter, I love teaching. I've always wanted to be a teacher, although I want to be a nursery school teacher, but I'm still teaching. So in my career out, I'm teaching. I'm helping. I'm developing. Right, at the weekends, I volunteer. Well, when everything was okay, I was at church, you know, in children's class helping. So I was also doing that. So you can combine all of these interests, bring them together in something we call your portfolio career. And all I'm doing is you are developing yourself in different ways. So people might call it maybe I have this hobby, or I have this some, some type of, um, side hustle, or part time job, whatever it is, as long as you can, you know, you have the discipline the time management to make it all work for you, you can actually do one or two things these days. And with everything going remote these days, you know, every there's a lot more time to explore. So you're cutting out the journey, you know, you sometimes spend two, three hours on the road. But in those two, three hours, you can use the fan towards, you know, the step of the next thing you want to do or, you know, you finish, basically, you finish your nine to five and as I call it, you start your five to nine and you do have time for a break, time to plan. So I always encourage everyone Try not to abandon anything until you explored it, until you tried it. So, you know, as part of others, I will always use my coding example. I, you know, my coding was part of my portfolio career. And I I just had to monitor and evaluate and be honest with myself that, okay, maybe I can't take this on right now. Because I actually wanted to freelance for SMEs to help them build low-cost websites. Maybe I can't take that on for right now. But it's still a hobby. I'm still enjoying learning this in my free time. Somewhere down the line, I could still explore that. As a, as a job. Uh, that's, that's very, very uh, correct. And I agree with you on that. We are almost coming to the end of this uh, interview. Uh, but um, I still have a couple of questions for you, uh, Tumi. So when you think about the 21st century career, uh, what would you say are the essential skills that... Uh, candidates must possess 
in order to fit in and uh, blend with uh, uh, maybe in uh, with uh, companies today. I'm not even going to touch on one because though there are many, I'm going to touch on one, and that's technology. There's a digital transformation going on, and it's either you play the game or you get kicked out. So one thing I make sure I do is any company I work with, I make sure I become, so our, we have HR information systems. I make sure I become the subject matter expert on our HR information systems. Because the nature of HR is such that you know, it's very, it's quite admin, you know, and it's quite, you know, face-to-face, people, people development. Sometimes you just start thinking, um, if anything ever happens to this role, I do not want it to be because I did not upskill myself. So. So anybody listening to this, the days of writing, you know, your best skill is Microsoft Word or PowerPoint or Outlook, those days are long gone. You are not impressing anyone again. Absolutely. Find out what, you know, just learn basic data reporting, data analysis, data manipulation. Help your business make data-driven decisions using technology and you're already one step ahead of the game. Learn things in your free time. So many things you can learn online for free. You know, some you have to invest in, invest in yourself. But technology, even I mean, even with job, even with job interviews now, we're all online, right? They send you a test, you have to do it online. Video, we do, sometimes we now use um, higher view, which is essentially the computer is throwing questions at you, you're recording your answer, but still you work. And then the computer is screening you for how, you know, awake your face looks, stuff, stuff like that. So technology is taking over, and I just want to encourage everyone to be proactive in investing in self-development when it comes to um, digital skills. Thank you very much for that. So uh, I know you target people with less than 10 years of experience. Uh, I don't know what you are going to do with people like me that have <laughs> over 10 years of experience. How do we uh, benefit from what you do? Can you still help us? <laughs> well, I mean... My career couch, I like to say I have three pillars of, you know, three, three key pillars. So one is valuable content, right? I always make sure my social media pages are filled with easy to follow gems, you know, things you can practically download and save. So that's open to anyone and it's relevant across across the board, right? Number two, I definitely offer support, right? And because I said I'm being that person I didn't have when I first moved here. So I'm supportive, I'm giving answers, you know, doing, um, taking up opportunities like this, you know, podcasts, webinars, workshops. And if you still need that one-to-one service, I offer tailored services as well. So it works for anyone. It just depends on where you are and, you know, on the career spectrum, I guess. And what do you need? Sometimes you could just see, I have people who have literally made it work just by looking at my content. I'm like, fabulous. Because you have it, you have it up onto just a certain place and then, that just gave you the extra food you needed. But if you're definitely sure that, look, I need the hand-holding, I really need someone to walk me through this, then those are the yeah, the tailor set. But yeah, it works for it, as okay. many people are possible. And also, I have a great network, I must say, of other career coaches and services. So sometimes, once it's out of my hand, I just know who to give you over to, who to hand you over to. So, by the way, true confession here, I like your Instagram page. Uh, all those information that you're posting, I, I think they are very, very uh, beneficial uh, to people that want to 
uh, learn or see how they can change their career, whether it's about uh, uh, writing CV or resume, as we call it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's great. One final question, uh, Toby. For people, especially uh, mothers, because I have a couple of uh, ladies that, you know, they took some time, you know, to have their kids and now they are ready to go back. Maybe after four or five years, they are ready to go back to the uh, workforce, right? Uh, what would you say is the best way to address gaps in the CV? So I've worked with five mothers on my career couch and it's definitely a struggle. I really wish businesses would do more returners programs right, to address, to, to stop all mothers and going back. But in addressing your gaps, be very upfront about it. Right? The, the problem comes when you keep the reader guessing. So say you have your work experience 2013 to 2014, then you don't see anything again until like 2017. Not, you haven't mentioned why that gap is. The likelihood of the recruiter stopping what they're doing to call you to fight, hello, you know, why is there a gap? It's not going yeah. to happen. So be very upfront about it, right? There's space in your personal profile. So once you describe yourself, you know, explain what you do, your accomplishments, literally one line saying, took three years off to raise my family. And in that time, maybe either built a business or in that time, got my XYZ qualification. Even if you didn't do anything, any, any um, recruiter will understand, took three years off to raise my family. You've told Absolutely. us about that. Yeah. So in even in your work experience section, so let's say you have an um, XYZ job, January 2015 to January 2017. Make sure your next job should just say career break, you know, family bracket and the date. So career gaps, be very upfront about it. And if you took time to obscure yourself during that gap, make sure you highlight that as well. Awesome. So... Tell us about your services. I know LinkedIn, I know CV. I want you to, maybe in one minute, just tell uh, my listeners what you yeah. offer. Um, I mean, being very honest with your listeners, my career couch just started. I didn't really sit down and you know, plan everything. It just took off and I've been going full steam ahead. So I'm actually going to work on streamlining my services. But basically, as I said, is the content. So I'm sharing as much content as I can. My tailored services is essentially job-seeking support. So it works best for people who already have um, the work permits or you know, relocation assistance or whatever. I'm not very knowledgeable in the immigration side. It's essentially job-seeking support. So you're here in the UK trying to make it work. You have all these skills, but you keep getting either rejection after rejection or you know, you're not even sure where to start from. So that's when I come in with either mentorships or I'm explaining to you how to navigate the work, the job market. If you already know how to job, navigate the job market, it's just about packaging yourself, you know, your career materials to do that as well. Interview skills, I help people with, you know, interview support, mock, mock interviews, LinkedIn profiles. I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, so I help everyone set up their LinkedIn profile. And um, as I said, my, I really feel like my network, you know, the network I've built for myself is one of my biggest services. So anyone contacting me saying, oh, I need this or I need that, I'm kind of, I'm coming up with like a resource bank so that you can just find you know, what you need as well. Thank you. Uh, and that's uh, the end of this interview. Uh, Tommy, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate uh, you coming on to the show. Uh, it's been awesome. Awesome, awesome. I 
personally, I gain a lot uh, from speaking with you, and uh, I know my listeners, uh, we do too. Uh, finally, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Tommy Yoruba on LinkedIn, I-P-I-R-O-G-A. And my Instagram page is my career couch. So just M-Y-C-A-R-E-R-C-O-U-C-H. So couch and not coach, my career couch. Find me, you know, connect with me, ask questions. You know, I'm ready and willing to help. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And there you have it, guys. So, uh, and there you have it, guys. And we've come to the end of this show. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Tommy. Do thank have you. a, have a lovely day for that. Yeah. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.